0: This is the Bernie and Sid Show. I'm Frank Morano here with John Katsimatidis. Judge Richard Weinberg is here. Uh, George Venizelos is here. And some big news today out of the Empire State. Joe Biden, the President of the United States, is coming to Buffalo. Uh, to He's just put out a statement and uh, addressing this, uh, this Buffalo shooting, which uh, he is uh, decrying, as you might expect, and uh, calling out as uh, terrorism and uh, in this statement by president biden on International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. He also put out a statement saying, We stand with you and will continue to defend human rights and dignity around the world. Now, uh, when you're talking about news coming out of the Empire State, the go-to guy on that is uh, the editor of the Empire Report. That's New York's version of the Drudge Report, J.P. Miller. J.P. Miller joins us now to give us an update on what's happening in New York. J.P., what are the big stories on the Empire Report?
1: Well, Frank, uh, thank you for having me on EmpireReportNewYork.com this morning. The top story is uh, President Biden's visit to Buffalo that you just mentioned. Uh, we are now three days after that horrific shooting, and state lawmakers are talking about a number of things. One is closing loopholes in the quote unquote red flag law. You know, this uh, uh, suspected gunman, uh, if. if You see what he put online and what he said to people in the weeks and months leading up to that attack. You would think this is a guy who should have a red flag and shouldn't be able to buy a gun. So that's one thing that they're investigating. The other thing they're talking about a lot is social media. Uh, Governor Hochul is targeting social media and and hate on social media. And then also the quote-unquote great replacement theory that this gun uh, was following Uh, are there elected officials. Uh, around the country that are promoting this theory. So there's, um, there's a lot of talk around Washington around, uh, about the uh, shooting in Buffalo and in Albany. Uh, it's something that is still top of mind uh, across the state.
0: Uh, Judge Richard Weinberg is here, along with J.P. Miller from the Empire Report. J.P.,
2: Tucker Carlson has been pushing that uh, that story about the displacement for a long time because of the crisis at the border, the open Borders. It seems to me, though, with respect to Tucker Carlson, that's a fair comment. That you have this displacement of population and the fact that they've been moving people uh, surreptitiously in the middle of the night throughout the country. Seems to me that's fair comment. How does that become hate speech?
1: Well, I think the question is where 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 is the line and where is the line drawn? And uh is what you know, was, was this gunman, for instance, watching Tucker Carlson every night? If he was insp- you know, and I don't know the answer to that, but if but if Tucker was part of that, uh and part of what inspired this gunman, you know, that's something I think that, that should be talked about and should be investigated. Uh it's it's hard to know where exactly the line is drawn between talking about a policy issue which is legal uh, immigration into the country versus this this other theory where, you know, they're going to take over and, and and making the case that all of a sudden, you know, they're going to take over. It seems like a jump to me to get from one to the other, which is one is, a I would say, a legitimate policy issue talking about immigration. The next... Uh, seems to be like it's, it's turned into a, a bit of a conspiracy theory. Wait,
0: I think that's a little unfair though um, You know, to say that, that the Tucker Carlson commentary on this should be investigated. I mean no one's talking about investigating whoever Frank James, the subway shooter was following on social media and taking his cues from uh, the black nationalist that uh, shot up uh, all those people on the subway. The same thing with this fellow that uh, was on a mission to kill Taiwanese folks in this uh, California church, or the Bernie Sanders supporter that uh, shot up the uh, congressional baseball game a few years ago. Nobody uh, w- should uh, draw any comparison w- w- with Bernie Sanders and that gunman. I mean, every movement has its lunatic fringe, and I-, I think it's really it's it's unfair to blame anybody except the gunman for what they're doing here, right, John? What do you think? Uh, it, it- It's the people that shoot the guns. It's not the gun itself. What, nor the political ideology that that gunman subscribes to?
2: Look, nothing Tucker Carlson ever said was directly or indirectly urging violence for this. Always pointing out is that the borders are open, the borders are not safe, people are flowing in. And we don't know who's coming and going. And in fact, there's displacement. In fact, there is displacement. And if somebody is issuing
3: an order... For the Border Patrol not to do their jobs, those, those
0: people should be brought up on treason. Uh, JP, the thing we're trying to understand about this Buffalo shooting, though, is how could there have been this many warning signs, this many red flags, and yet this young man was still in a position to carry out this shooting? Uh, why was there not some intervention when there were signs of his severe mental illness five or six months ago?
1: I I, I think we should talk about the red flags. But going back to Tucker for just a second, I'm not placing blame on Tucker. But what Tucker does every single night on Fox News and what they do on MSNBC, too, is they don't really talk about policy. What they do is for an hour, they stir people up and get people fired up. It's basically like the World Wrestling Federation. And they don't just say that Democrats are wrong on policy. They basically make the case that Democrats are bad people. And they are hurting our country in a reparable way. And on MSNBC, you go on MSNBC, they have the opposite. They say Republicans are not just wrong on policy, but they're bad people and they are ruining a country. They are a huge danger to our country. And I think that's that's why why reporters
3: are not trusted anymore.
1: Right. And I I think that there is there should be a conversation on what we see in social media every day, our feeds and what we see on cable news every night. Is this a positive thing for our country that the that these commentators come on and for an hour fill people with rage and hatred for people on the other side of the political aisle or or whether that is not a productive thing for us? Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have. Speech, but uh, and I'm not blaming him. But there is a role to play for these people in the media, in social media. Tucker and and the people on the other side, Keith Olbermann, you know, they fire up and say these are bad people and they are a danger to our country. They say that about half the country on the opposite political spectrum. On the red flag law, uh, you know it's it's we are going to see. They're they're saying that they're going to maybe close loopholes. Uh, in Albany, it's hard to close a loophole. How do you catch a, you know How do you catch every single person and say this person shouldn't be buying a gun? You know.
0: Well, uh, fair enough. Uh, J. P. Miller, York dot com. It is the go to source for anything that's happening in uh, in New York State. Thank it's you, it's J. P. It's the
3: alternative to Drugs Report
0: in Washington. That's right. At local uh, local journalism at its best. The links to all the uh, the great stories breaking in New York. Thanks very much, J. Thank J. P. Thank you, J. P.
1: Thank you for having me, guys.
0: Um, And and we are keeping an eye on a number of other stories. Just begun about five minutes ago, these UFO hearings are uh, beginning in Washington. We'll see where they go. Uh, It seems, uh, at the moment, people have pretty measured expectations about what's actually going to come out of this. Uh, This is the first time in five decades that Congress is holding a hearing on UFOs. Uh, Experts are hoping that the data presented uh, will convince the scientific community to dig into this a little bit further. We'll see where that goes. Primaries going on all over the country today. I think probably the most watched primaries are in Pennsylvania, where there's a competitive Democratic primary and a competitive Republican primary for both U.S. Senate and governor. As long as
3: whoever wins wins, as long as the
0: votes are fair and square, that's all
3: I want. I think every American wants every vote to be counted and every American wants to be every vote to be fair and square and I think that's the priority and there should be voter ID. I mean it, it, you you need a voter ID to walk in any building you need a voter ID to now whoever's pushing no voter ID either they think they are they're thinking that the people are too stupid to be able to get voter ID. Is that what they did? No,
0: I I certainly don't think that. Uh, But Somebody's thinking something. It seems like most of the allegations of voter fraud, or at least voter irregularities, weren't as a result of people showing ID at the ballot box. It was a result of a lot of these mail-in ballots, a problem that wouldn't necessarily be solved by voter ID. The drop
2: boxes, the same-day registration. The fact that the the, the courts were changing what, the rules at the 400 last minute four
3: hundred million dollars, four hundred million dollars was spent by Zuckerberg from yeah. Facebook, in only five states, collecting, collecting votes, and somebody with with, with people that weren't certified by anybody. There were there were yeah.
2: private citizens. There was a democratic operative mission. To get the votes the out. the
3: difference in those, between Trump and Biden, the difference in those five states, just to make it very clear, is only 60,000 votes. $400 million for 60,000 votes. Who knows what the truth is? The- Demo- I don't know what the— the truth is, I don't know what the truth okay, is. Okay, but I, but Frank I, Frank uh, talking about it at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> ten years. That's
0: d- right. That's d- right.
2: Democracy cannot survive unless you have voter integrity and people believing in the fairness of
0: elections. Yeah, well, that's a, a big uh, a big factor is that you seem it seems like whoever whichever side loses has no hesitancy about uh, questioning the results of the election. We saw this in 2016 when uh, Hillary Clinton blamed WikiLeaks and James Comey and uh, Anthony Weiner and a whole bunch of other and Julian Assange uh, and Vladimir Putin for Donald Trump getting elected. Then we see it in 2020 where a lot of the Trump supporters uh, blamed a a number of other factors. Zuckerberg and a lot of these other voting irregularities, um, you know, mail-in voting for uh, Trump losing the election. And that's a dangerous situation to be. It's certainly a long cry from nineteen sixty when it looks like the evidence suggests that the mob played a role in John F. Kennedy winning that election and Nixon could have contested the election. And he did not, he didn't he did not. because he felt well, that he saved it without going. Yep yeah, that's it, it, a great exactly point. right.
3: And it's uh, Jeb uh, George Bush's uh, brother Jeb was in charge of the Florida election. Yeah, no, I, it I, goes both ways.
0: That's what I'm saying. But, I think there's a st- level of I statesmanship think that's people mixing. People should
3: feel safe that every vote counts, and if we don't make sure that every American people feel safe
0: that every vote counts. We're going to lose our democracy. I I think you're right, but I think it's also important that leaders in America reiterate to their supporters that we shouldn't be constantly questioning the results of the election. I'm still waiting. Stacey Abrams on the left or Donald Trump on the right. Has she conceded yet? Not not to my knowledge. Uh, Very quickly, before we uh, take a break here, I'm going to talk with former U.S. Senator Norm Coleman in just a minute. John, I feel like every day over the last 70 days, I can read the following story or the following headline. Gas Prices set a new record. That again happened yesterday. Four fifty a gallon. No relief That's in sight. Cheap to where it's going to. Drivers are waking up to record gas prices. AAA puts today's national average at four fifty two a gallon. That's up four cents just from yesterday. Now we were told, or we were led to believe, that President Biden releasing. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve would help. It did not. And uh, we're not seeing any relief in you sight. You I said on the 5 o'clock news yesterday? There should be a law,
3: a law against uh, politicians, senators, congresspeople, uh, executive office, lying to the American people. Lying to the American people is wrong. A, a mis- because what you're, what you're doing is, uh, what was it, Adolf Hitler said that? If you lie enough times, right, people start sus- you know, yeah. The yeah. big lie, the big lie. Well, that's what's happening, and it's horrible. It is horrible. And when you see oil is at one hundred and fourteen dollars, I don't. I didn't look at the computer today. One hundred fifteen dollars, four and a half dollars a gallon is cheap. Mm-hmm. John, it's going
2: to go to five and a half, six. The reserve is not going to work. Why? It's not Be- going to work. Because it hasn't hasn't worked. Because it it can't work because there's not enough supply to do anything but for a few days, and...
0: You're going to have to replenish that oil supply in the reserves at a higher price. Uh, We're going to continue on uh, the energy front, the inflation front, with Senator Norm Coleman. He'll join us in a couple of minutes. Uh, Bernie and Sid show. Bernie and Sid are both going to be back tomorrow. Frank Moreno here, John Katsimatidis, Judge Richard Weinberg, and former FBI Assistant Director George Venezellos. This is uh, the Bernie and Sid Show on 77 WABC. We'll continue straight ahead.